kids, trying to get them into better schools. Cause you know, lacrosse isn't, it's not like basketball or football. The professional league is like already standing still, like stable and shit. Like you can't make billions of dollars playing lacrosse. So kids stay four years. Mm. Stay four years at Ivy League schools and you graduate. Like, Wait, hang on. What's the name of the place? What? Lax. Sorry, sorry. What's the name of the foundation? Lax is Life University. Lil U. You know, like Miami. Do you? Mm. Lil U. <coughs> I just spit all over my computer screen. That's alright. <coughs> we going in. Hello losers. Juan Sanchez, aka John, aka Millionaire's Girlfriends, aka What's in a name? Hey. Um <coughs> that was embarrassing. This is like the nth episode of the Millionaire's Girlfriends podcast. Um I don't know, 38, <coughs> 39, somewhere in there. Now, if I had done it regularly the way you're supposed to, well, the way some people do podcasts weekly, I'm, um, I'm over a year in. So, <coughs> but, uh, long story short, you know, it's hot. I got the fan blowing on me, and I'm still hot. Oh. Okay. But, uh... <coughs> Alright, that was the false start. Now let's actually hop right into, uh, you know, the things I wanted to talk about today. The first thing that I want to talk about is how, um, Tignataro is replacing Chris D'Elia in the movie Army of the Dead. Uh, if you don't know, last year, uh, Zack Snyder filmed a new movie <coughs> starring Dave Bautista and a bunch of other actors. It's an ensemble cast, but Chris D'Elia was part of that, and I used to listen to his podcast. I was listening to his podcast when he, uh, when he was filming that movie, and I read that they're going to be, they're not going to be totally reshooting the movie. What they're going to be doing is reshooting a bunch of his parts and inserting, they're going to be reshooting a bunch of his parts with Tig Notaro. And they're going to be, like, replacing them with CGI. Which is just weird. So she's technically not even there acting with anyone. It, it's one of those cases where the reshoots are definitely going to change the aspect of this movie. And seeing as Chris D'Elia found himself in a whole bunch of hot water earlier this year, it would probably be, it would probably be best to just scrap this project. Just cast into the dustbin of history. I know it takes a lot of work to make a movie, but at some point, if a project's not good, don't you just kind of have to, I don't know, 
Say, ah, ah, there's nothing I can do about that. Oh, well. <coughs> I mean, I'm not going to watch it anyway. I was, I was already kind of on the fence about watching it because as much as I like Zack Snyder, he has kind of been an idiot recently. And uh, it just sounded like another zombie movie. But now I'm definitely not interested in watching it. This, this is going to be another case of post-production fucking up a movie. Oh well. You know, that's just... That's just how that cookie crumbles. You know, it would be so easy to just stay out of trouble. Like, why can't... <clears throat> Dudes. From one dude to another dude. Just... Stay out of trouble. Come on, guys. Guys, gentlemen, stay out of trouble. It's not that hard. Just, just, just stay out of trouble. Now, you can accidentally wind up in trouble sometimes. You'll find yourself in trouble. Um, but you, you, you always have an opportunity to escape the situation before you make the situation worse. I feel like. I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, the world, the world is going to hell. Uh, we're losing all of our idols, left and right. Not like, I mean, celebrities and famous people didn't matter in the first place. Like, we all kind of knew this, and this pandemic kind of only helped to instill that deeper in us. But, yeah. <clears throat> Goddamn congestion from smoking that weed. I apologize if you can hear my fan banging away. We've gotten to the dog days of summer, yo. The late days when it's hot, 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 hot. I laced that shit with a little keef. Mm, mm, mm. So, um, Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B put out a song celebrating female sexuality recently called WAP. WAP? Ah, don't ask. I honestly haven't even listened to it. I've heard a few clips here and there. But when I see everybody arguing and fighting about a thing, when a thing's popular, I kind of want to distance myself from it just because when you see, when I see a herd going somewhere, I can't help but be like, well, maybe they're all missing something. I'm going to go that way instead. It's the reason I haven't, I still haven't watched Tiger King. I know, I saw all kinds of memes and I enjoyed those memes, but I never watched the show and I still haven't and I don't plan on it. <clears throat> but yeah, that being said, um, you know, conservative reaction to this song, Republicans, man. People like Ben Shapiro and Tucker Carlson. I just, it's just, ah. Like, like, Tucker Carlson had that thing that was like, the little the little banner on his show said, The left celebrates a song that degrades women. It's like, yo, come on. Y'all worked with Roger Ailes for years, people. Like, stop, stop. Stop trying to pretend you have some kind of moral high ground on the situation. Ben Shapiro? Dude, I couldn't believe Ben Shapiro, seriously said on his show 
I asked my doctor wife and wet vagina is a is a bad thing. Okay, Captain Virgin! Hey! Hey, dude! Vaginas are biologically designed to get wet when it's time for to make the sexy. You would know that if you ever just shut up. You know, like, Ben, <clears throat> you're not a looker, you're not the tallest guy, but, like, you're a talented musician, we know this. So if you just shut your mouth and only played violin, you could fuck, Ben. Ben, you could fuck. Ben, I'm gonna say that one more time. Ben, you could fuck, but you choose not to, Ben. I mean, yeah, you got a wife and everything, but, I mean, come on, fucking... Religious types, man. Religious types just be like, ah, oh, I gotta get married because that's the way my fucking imaginary friend wants it to be. So, I think Ben Shapiro might just be married for religious reasons. Like, his religion told him he had to get married, so that's what he did. Because he doesn't fucking think for himself, man. I don't know if you notice this about Ben, <clears throat> but he does not think for himself. He tries to be like, facts and logic, but... Now, I watched, I watched a great breakdown of this on YouTube. I'll link it below. But um, what Ben does is he feels a certain way about a thing. So what he'll do is he'll try to cherry pick and find backwards ass facts and just ignore. Like he'll, he'll use, you know, gaps in logic and leaps in logic to arrive at a point. Like, like, if he feels a way about a thing, even if the facts and logic tell him that he's wrong, he has to try and backwards engineer some way to feel right. You know, picking out statistics that are like, uh, uh, I don't know, I'm not smart enough for that shit. See, that's the problem. I'm smart enough to not get duped by Ben Shapiro, but I'm not smart enough to try and keep up with what he's doing. So when he starts talking, because I'm so dumb, I literally just go, eh, eh. I'll let someone smarter explain it to me, because I just, I don't fucking get it, Ben. What are you saying? <laughs> um, the NBA is back. That's really weird that we're talking about playoffs in August I mean doesn't the season usually begin somewhere around like so does it it usually begins somewhere between like I don't know September and December I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm not entirely sure <coughs> but it is really weird how at this late point in the year we are concerning ourselves with sports um it feels almost like it feels almost like people don't really care too much. People don't care as much about sports as they used to before this happened. Because I've been getting notifications on my phone every day about Celtics games. But here's the thing. I haven't... None of my friends have been talking about sports. None of my friends have been talking about basketball games. Um, I haven't thought about them. And, uh, I mean, I've been shooting a lot of hoop lately, actually, myself. I've just been, like, going to, like, I got a, got a little basketball hoop down the road from where I live. There's a park in town that has a nice basketball court, so, 
You know, I'd be getting out there, hitting my drills, running up, running down, shooting from the fucking three. I am 28, and I only just figured out how to dribble the ball between my legs. Fucking look out. Look out. I hope there's some pussy left over for me, because once I dribble the ball between my legs, there will not be a single dry pussy left in town. Ben! <laughs> but, NBA... Uh, Luka Doncic, 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 Doncicicaba, Luka is dominating the fucking NBA right now. Um, the guy's been putting up mad good numbers recently, and he's got a fucked up ankle. I just think that's amazing. Um, before, before, I used to buy basketball cards from Walmart before they went dry, and just never had sports cards again. But I got a couple of Luka Doncic's, and I sold a couple of them. I still have, I still have a couple left because they're worth something. Luka rookies are worth a little bit of money. So, yeah, I definitely held on to that motherfucker. <clears throat> but yeah, Luka's good. Luka's gonna do amazing things. I just hope he doesn't get hurt. You know, something bad happens to him. Fucking. I just, I, I just hope, I hope everyone's fine. I hope everyone's okay. I hope everyone lives a long time and has illustrious, productive careers. That's what I hope. And speaking of living a long time and having a lush, luscious, lush, industrious, I don't know, what did I just say? Bojack Horseman. I just saw an article about the episode, The View, from halfway down. And <clears throat> it's an episode where Bojack has a drug-induced near-death experience, and it sort of happens in a surreal, dreamlike state. It's not a dream. The show tries to lull you into thinking it's a dream at first, because Bojack's like, oh, I've done this before, I know what happens, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. You know, and then I'm going to wake up. And then, at one point, he doesn't wake up, and he realizes that he's just kind of along for the ride. And it's a very beautiful episode. It's very touching. Um, it's the penultimate episode of the series, second to last episode of the series. When I originally watched it, I had to take, like, a 15 to 30 minute break before watching the final episode. Because it was that, it was that effective to me. Um, all the references to the characters from the past, even even characters who were seemingly small parts, like Corduroy Jackson, Jackson, and Zach Braff. They they just had such small parts, but they were such a big part of the View from Halfway Down episode. Bojack's dad. Herb Kazaz, his his oldest best friend, Sarah Lynn. It's just a lot of, the, like the first part of the the first part of the episode is just a conversation around a dinner table, and it flows really nicely. It feels really natural. Um, it's well written. It's well acted by everyone involved. It's well put together. And then the second half of the episode revolves around a talent show, and the 
well, the inevitable decay of time. It's really weird to explain without spoiling it. But basically, the show starts to unravel as Bojack's... as Bojack's sense of mortality starts to, like, slip. And it's a fucking gorgeous episode. It really makes you think about a lot of things. It puts you... I saw a quote earlier. <coughs> God damn, my throat's dry. My throat is so dry. I'm trying to fight through it. Yeah, The View from Halfway Down is a great episode. <clears throat> if you've seen BoJack Horseman before, I suggest you go back and watch that episode. If you haven't seen BoJack Horseman, sit down and watch as much of the season series as you can. Binge it before you start to get sad. Don't think about it too hard, because it will make you sad. Watch it and enjoy it, but just know that later on it's going to make you sad. <laughs> In fact, The View from Halfway Down reminded me it's very similar to an episode of Community that I like a lot. Uh, there's an anim there's a, an episode of Community called G.I. Jeff that's animated like G.I. Joe. I used to watch a lot of G.I. Joe when I was a kid. Uh, so that, that was kind of like hitting me on a nostalgic level. And then halfway through the episode it's revealed that Jeff is having a drug-induced near-death experience and the animation and shit is happening in his... It's, it's like his near-death experience. And that kind of threw me through a loop right there, because I'm scared of getting old, and I used to watch G.I. Joe when I was a kid, and I'm not a kid anymore, and also I was like, I had just eaten a whole marijuana cookie, like I was baked. I was so goddamn high. And I remember I just kind of, like, the whole time I was like, this is too close to home, I feel this, I feel this in my bones, dude. Um... I liked it. I liked it a lot. I mean, I liked the whole thing. It's just that afterwards, because I was so fucking blitzed, I had to go lay down and just, like, go to sleep. In fact, the reason why, the reason why I was so high, I know this, when THC is processed by your liver, it turns into something called... Hang on, I'm gonna find this. I wrote it down. Fill in the space. Here we go. When you eat and digest THC through your liver, it turns into something called 11-hydroxymetabolite, which will put you over the fucking moon. It will turn your brain upside down. You will not remember who you are. <clears throat> but yeah. That's pretty much it for this episode. I don't have anything left. I just kind of threw together some quick notes real quick and just wanted to just, you know, kind of wanted to, oof. Uh, I think with the podcast going forward, shut the fuck up. I hate these dogs. So these dogs will just bark at, like, anything, any small noise, any slightest thing, and she just loses her damn fucking mind. It's so hard to get her to calm down. Like, you can't get her to calm down. Like, these dogs are trained horribly, but they're my parents' dogs, so... That, that's on them, dude. 
but yeah, just like with the podcast, I'm just trying to like riff and ramble and just work on my stand-up material, as it were, rock quotes. Oh, but I did want to do this. So last time I showed you a shirt from that YouTuber Synth Cool, I posted a picture of that to Twitter, uh, to him, and he fucking followed me on Twitter. Synth Cool fucking followed me. Yo, that actually feels dope. A YouTuber that I like followed me. That is fucking awesome. Let me do this. Check it. Alright? That's what it is. I got cucked by Synth Cool and I'm proud of it. <laughs> but no, seriously, that's dope. That almost that almost makes me feel legitimate on the internet. And none of us are legitimate because it's the internet and I'm a fucking 28-year-old man. It's actually kind of pathetic. But yes, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to get going. Thanks for sticking around. If you listen this far, losers, like and subscribe and do the YouTube stuff. Juan Sanchez, Million X Girlfriends. I'm out of here. Peace.